Lent has ended. We now enter upon the sacred, grace-filled Paschal Triduum of our Lord's Passion, Death, and Resurrection. We celebrate the greatest mystery of our redemption as we keep memory of our crucified, buried, and risen Lord and Savior. We begin the culmination of the entire liturgical year, and actually, in a sense, its beginning, with the most solemn celebrations of these three days, which are of the utmost importance in the life of the Church. In general, I counted some 19 different topics which present themselves as homily material for our consideration during this evening Mass of the Lord's Supper. The readings from the book of Exodus from St. Paul and from St. John's Gospel offered an additional 26, bringing a potential total of homily topics for tonight to 45. Where to start? It would seem overwhelming. It isn't, though. In her wisdom and her simplicity, the Church instructs the homilist to explain and shed light on the three principal mysteries commemorated in the Holy Eucharist this night. The institution of the Holy Eucharist, the institution of the priesthood, and our Lord's command concerning fraternal charity. Jesus Christ is the pattern of our life. In him, we grow in holiness. In him, we are transformed more and more into his holy divine image through grace and in particular through the sacraments. At the table in the upper room with the Twelve, we look upon love incarnate and we see God made man just as we saw in the manger and throughout his public life. In Jesus, we learn how to live for the sake of others. We see before our eyes, in our very midst, loving, selfless, generous, sacrificial service. Our Lord beckons us to live likewise. He gives us the bread of angels come down from heaven, his own body and blood, soul and divinity, that we might share in his divinity. Fraternal charity, then, flows from the love of God. It is one of the pillars upon which rests the law and the prophets. Christocentric charity, the source of the new covenant established in the body and blood of Christ, both seals and ratifies this new covenant. The Lamb of God, the innocent one who was slaughtered, who preserved the lives of the children of, is of Egypt at the time of the Exodus from that place of slavery, he is here in our midst. He beckons us to approach, to come to his throne of glory, as we offer sacrifices, praise, prayer, and adoration to the honor of his holy and life-giving name. He invites us to sit at table with him and to participate with him as he offers himself to the Father for our redemption. 
Jesus gives us an example that we might follow, that is, to partake in the same self-sacrifice perpetuated throughout the centuries until the end of time. The Mass is, first of all, the memorial of the institution of the Holy Eucharist. It is the memorial of the Lord's Passover. In the Holy Eucharist, Jesus perpetuates among us the sacrifice of his cross, the sacrifice of the new law, in fleshing what St. John says in the Gospel, there is no greater love than this, than to lay down one's life for one's friends. At the Last Supper, Jesus offered his body and blood in his entirety to the Father in humble, loving, self-sacrificing obedience. He gave his body and blood to the apostles to eat and drink and to imitate. He enjoined the apostles and their successors in the priesthood to make this offering to the Father until he comes again in glory. And this we do. Jesus is the true and eternal priest. He is the saving victim, the pattern of right, everlasting sacrifice. Bishops and priests both continue and perpetuate the sacrifice and the memorial of Christ's paschal mystery, making present on our altars he who is master and teacher, who gives us an example that as he has done, we too should do. The ministry of priests enables us to grow in holiness, grace, and the life of humble, obedient, selfless, sacrificial charity after the pattern of our dear Lord. Priests are the stewards of the mysteries of God. They set before us the Paschal banquet feast of life. They lead God's holy people in charity and nourish them with the word of God, strengthening them with the sacraments, most especially the Holy Eucharist. In fraternal charity, then, as we enter into the mystery of the Holy Eucharist this night, let us pray for the priests of the Church of times past, in thanksgiving for their lives of witness, love, and dedicated service to Christ and his Church. Let us pray for the priests who now serve Christ and his Church, that we be ever more conformed to Christ, filled with good and holy zeal for souls. And let us pray for the priests who will serve in the Church in the future, that they be shining witnesses of Christ's charity in all things and at all times, that they will most humbly and worthily minister the mysteries of God and draw more and more hearts and souls to Christ, presenting them to our Father.